Hey, Fifth Line, Mike Todd here, in arena host for your Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Subjectively Speaking Podcast. And now, here's Jeremy Paul and Laura Norman. What's going on, everyone? And welcome into another edition of Subjectively Speaking on the Hockey Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings. My name is Jeremy. And I'm Laura. And folks, I'm apologizing in advance. As you're listening to this, you're listening to a Jeremy that's gotten 90 minutes of sleep in the last two days. Yeah, he's a little tired. Yeah, to say that is an understatement. It was such, it was so worth it though. I was in New York this last weekend with our dear sweet friend Corinne, and we had an Oscar watch party in which Marcella's shell was she was almost robbed. <laughs> Utterly robbed of winning Best Animated Motion Picture. I don't care about Pinocchio or the fact that this man <laughs> lies. I only care about Marcel Lachelle's shoes on. That's understandable. He is an important anyway, figure in your life. Very important. And so I was up until 1 a.m. last night. And then, well, I fell asleep around like 1.30. And then I woke up at like 3.15 to go to the airport. And then I flew to work. <laughs> And I still haven't slept since then. And I also realized that I didn't eat from like 5 a.m. until like 5 p.m. So we're really doing great. That's not good. Why didn't you grab something to eat on your way to work? Today's a bad self-care day for Jeremy, let me tell you that. But I get to end it doing this. So like that's a that's a plus. That is a plus. As long as I and stay I'm... awake for the whole thing. That's true. I don't know what I'm going to do if you just suddenly, like, your head hits the desk as we're recording. Listen for a snore, because if you don't hear a snore, there's a bigger issue. <laughs> That's true. That is very true. I'm glad you had a fun time in New York. Um, this is actually my first time, like, talking to you, so I don't even know really what you did, but I'm glad that you had a great time. Yeah, no, I mean, it was good. I, first of all, had the best sandwich I've ever had in my entire life. We talk about that. Like it was so good. If you're in New York and you want a really good sandwich, go to the Panineria. Really Ooh. good in the East Village. So good. I mean, like life changing good. I mean, like the roof of my mouth is still fucked up from it, but like so good. Like well, what kind of sandwich was it? It was on a baguette, and I got it with um with spicy salami, basil, and burrata. Ooh, and tomato. Very fancy. And I like was spritzing like a balsamic vinaigrette on it. It was so good. Like life-changing good. But Laura, how are you doing on this Monday? Um, I'm doing okay. I'm feeling much better than the last time we recorded. So that's great. Although I am still... Loving to see that both of your lungs are currently in your chest. That feels like a win. Yeah, but there is still a possibility that I may start hacking up something um at some point while recording because the cough is still lingering but of course it is other than that everything else seems to have dissipated um but yeah no i'm good work is good i you know launched a project today so that was exciting all those things i'm baking for the first time for my coworkers, so i made them cookies tonight and i'm bringing them in tomorrow that's that's who that's for Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So this is a big moment. So I think the thing that like people need to know about Laura is that when we were working together still, Laura probably once a week, like it would depend on the time of year, of course, 
but would normally like bake something to have in the office and it would be gone in 0.6 seconds. And I am realizing just how much I miss that. I told Laura at one point, I was like, I'm afraid I'm going to turn into you in my office, but then like, I am too busy to be you. Like I, (laughs) I cannot like bake. I wish I had time. Like I wish I could do that because it's so good for my soul. Well, this is the first time I've done it in a while. Um, I haven't baked in like a while. I was gonna bake something for you when, for when you were here, but I just ran out of time, and we were busy, and such. So I really haven't had time. You could just say you don't love me. That's fine. I do love you. (laughs) If you. Listen, uh, if this doesn't work out, if subjectively speaking, this doesn't work out for us, I think everybody should still owe it to Laura to try all of her baked goods. I mean, that would be appreciated. And these are like one of my favorite kinds of cookies to bake because they always turn out so perfect. They're so good. They're peanut butter with Reese's Pieces and mini chocolate chips. And they look like tiny little soldiers because they just all turn out so perfect. Now, do you always do those with the Reese's Pieces, or do you also do them with M&M's sometimes? I also do them with M&M's sometimes. Um, oh, my God. new boss really likes peanut butter, so I thought I'd amp up the peanut butter in these ones. And you so. said, listen, if you work in my office and you have a peanut allergy, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, they're getting packaged in individual packages. Each person is getting them. Like, because I don't, I'm not in a situation anymore where there's like a communal space Mm. for just our team like um we have our three offices and then there's like the open reception area where my other colleague sits but we kind of share it with other departments i mean listen if they're weak they're weak if they've got to go they've got to go that's not on you (laughs) i'm just natural selection now yeah if you are listening to the show and you have a peanut allergy hit stop the show isn't for you. It would be quite difficult, yes. And because we are nuts. Like, we are... <laughs> like, you can't listen to our... If you're allergic to nuts, you can't be here. We are that. That's for sure. Oh, I can already feel myself fading. So, Laura, let's let's talk about something exciting. Okay. Not that your cookies aren't exciting, but let's talk about something exciting. And that is the Blue Jackets getting their shit rocked. <laughs> By the thing, like, I mean, like, I like we sit down before every show, and this is the direct this is our plan. We're gonna reenact the plan for the episode today. Are you ready, Laura? I'm so ready. Okay, all right, Laura. So, we're gonna talk about the game. Yep, and what else? Like, one other random, like, social media thing that I think of and feel the need to put into the show. Yeah, sounds great. Let's do it. Are right, you ready? <laughs> yep. Three, two, one. What's up, everyone? Like, that's like literally like how this is going right now. Like, it is just really, it's just not hard. I mean, recording the show is easy and like getting on and talking about whatever we want to. Like, that's easy. I think it's mostly just like finding something different to say. Like, those are the things that I'm finding to be really hard right now. <laughs> it's like looking at a game, like what happened on Saturday against the Blues and thinking, how can I say this? without saying it the way that I've said it the last three, four games. Have you figured Correct. that out yet? You were there, so maybe you've got a little there. bit of an upper edge on me there, an upper hand. But, like, I, what new thing can you say about what you saw on Saturday? Um, 
Not really. I mean, not really a ton, except for the fact that it was another like almost it had to have been almost like sold out game. I saw a couple people talking about like the, the, the there were a lot of empty seats. I don't know what place they were sitting in the arena that there was a lot of empty seats. But like from our perspective and like Megan and Reese can vouch for this as well. That arena was full, like full, full. Now, granted, there were quite a few blues fans in attendance, including like a whole like three block row, like take half of a row and then three of it. And it's like a little block of blues fans that were like diagonal from us which was kind of annoying, but um, yeah, I mean, lots of people. Uh, yeah, lots of people. I mean, it just, <laughs> there really wasn't much word. new to say, except for the fact that we, except for the fact that we found out that morning that um, Hutchinson was going to be in net um due to Elvis having to leave to fly home to Latvia uh, to be with his grandmother, who, as we learned today, which is Monday, um, she has sadly passed away. Um, so our condolences um, to Elvis and his family. He's spoken publicly before about how important um, she was, she was and is to him. Um, so of course we hope that he is getting everything that he needs to deal with that. But yeah, other, other than that, it was a game. Like we, we got our shit rocked in the first period, ended it three, one. So there's really not much more to say about the game other than like we, everything fell to pieces in the first period. There was a brief moment where the game was tied one, one after Patrick line, scored a goal but a power play goal, which is important. But other than that, we ended the first period down 3-1. The second period was seriously so boring. It was nothing just but back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and nobody scored. And it was just so boring. And it it sucked for us too because we were of course on the attack one side and this was like the single opportunity that we could have to see them score and they just didn't i know i felt bad you i texted you i said well you had a great vantage point for brandon sod's goal like pretty pretty quick into the game he scored former blue jacket but yeah like you said i mean it's cool like Patrick Lyon is finding his rhythm on the power play, which is good. That is something new that we could say. I mean, I think we've actually already said that, though. I feel like we've already said that it's, like, nice to see that Patrick Lyon is scoring on the power play again. <laughs> like... Yeah, and then there, the third period, I guess you have, like, a little bit of hope, maybe, that they could at least tie it up and maybe pull it into overtime. But the second we went down 4-1... There's no, like, we're not that team this season. We haven't been that team in a long time that could just come back from, like, a 4-1 deficit and, you know, have this shocking comeback. Um, Boone does score. Boone gets his 20th goal of the season. So that was cool. Little win. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, we uh, pull Hutchinson at, like, 
three minutes, which I thought was way too early and also kind of dumb because we were down. It was four two at this point. We weren't going to score two goals in three minutes like that. It got to try though. I like, it's not dumb. I can't call it dumb. Like I like, what are you going to do? Like, you did, like, I don't know. Like maybe I'm being a little bit too, too kind. I just, you have to do that. Like if you don't do that, it's quitting to me. And I know that we're kind of like in quit mode, but like it's, You've got to try to give yourself a chance to win. I guess, but all it did was result in Jordan Cairo getting a hat trick. So I really like Jordan Cairo. He's like again one of those players that I randomly like just have this like player crush on where I'm like, I would love for him to be a blue jacket. Well, yeah, if he's gonna score like that, that would be great. And then there was the annoying fact of like blues fans just kept throwing things on the ice. Like some of it wasn't even hats. But they just kept doing it. So it took a long time to get the ice reset after he scored. So then that just prolonged like the last, I think, minute and a half of the game. Yeah, he scored at 18.43. So another game with no streamers for me. Yeah, you need to stop going to games this year, girl. Like, this is like not going great. Like, you're like, what, one in like seven? Yeah. Like one and six, like roughly. It's and I was long. already bummed because it was the games I was supposed to take my dad's to. And as I mentioned, my new stepdad was in the hospital. He's home now. He's doing much better. But he, it would have been a great game for him because he's a Blues fan. So uh-uh. it would have been like the ultimate experience. No, no. He can he can go see another one that isn't the Blues. You are you have to convert him, right? Like, you know that like you can't. Just I'm trying. Yeah, it's only it's only two more syllables afterward. Like it's my only like, like biological father has to be a Blue Jackets fan by proxy. So yeah, he doesn't have a choice. That one I got covered, but but I, I had a great time with Megan and Reese. How could you not? Right? How could you not? But the thing about this game is like it's an it's a an example of like even when the Blue Jackets analytically should be winning games, they're not. And this is one of those games. This is one of those games with the Blue Jackets. I mean, if you just don't even talk about analytics, you just look at straight up stats. I mean, the Jackets outshot. I mean, they outshot St. Louis by a, a tally of 39 to 24. Mm-hmm. Like Thomas Bryce decided that he was Vesna caliber against the Jackets. And I mean, the the players who finished below 50% of the expected goals of five on five were Gavin Bay, Ruther, Boone Jenner, Johnny Goudreau, Andrew Peake, Adam Boquist, and Ken Johnson. Ken Johnson had a shit game. And and so well, that was the other thing too, is they are back doing this thing where all they can do is pass. Like when in the second period, they were down obviously closer to us at that point. And there was probably a minute and a half time period. Okay, maybe not that long, but it felt like a crazy long time, probably like 45 seconds, where they were just passing the puck back and forth. Like not a single one of them would take a shot. They just kept passing it around. And then, of course, I forget. It might have been Adam Boquist. I have no idea. He passes it, trying to get it to Johnny Gaudreau, and a Blues player just skates through the middle of them and takes it. <laughs> Like, they just got fed up and were like, this is stupid. We're just going to take it from you. And then they scored. Or no, they didn't because that was the second period. But it was still like, stop fucking passing the puck. 
just shoot it. And they did, they were shooting a lot more than they have previously, but like, you don't need to pass it 17 times to shoot it. And like players, players who should know to just shoot it when they have the opportunity aren't. And I don't understand really why we're playing this, this game with the puck. It's like not necessary. Just don't. But so that was frustrating. But other than that, I mean, you could slap any opposing team on the other side of that. And it was a typical like situation that we've had this season. I mean, it's interesting that you say that, like they're overpassing when they still almost had 40 shots on net. Like that's the piece of it that like, is like, I, like I, it's just wild the way in which this team can sometimes manage to do that. And I mean, it's also interesting when you look at which lines got the most ice time in this game, the foodie Peterson um, Bemstrom line got the most ice time five on five for the jackets. Now they also had an on ice expected goals for of 1.096 to 0.5 against. So they like were pretty, pretty solid line, but then also the other really statistically great line was Patrick line, Jack Ross, and Kroll Marchenko. So gotta, gotta love to see that they played together for five thirty seven, So not a ton of time, but fuck it. Yeah. Just put it all in a blender at this point. Like, why not? Like, I don't know that I care too much to see that happen. And it's the jackets get another one in the, in the L column and they get one step closer to potentially having the best odds to win the draft lottery. And there's just like, what else can you say? Although I will say this week is going to be interesting. We'll obviously talk a little bit about that. Um, well, actually let's just dive into it now because like, I don't have anything else really to say about that game against the blues. Do you? No, I'm good. Yeah. So, I mean, you look at this week and this week is an interesting one for the jackets. So obviously They've got a West Coast trip. We're screwed. Like we were talking about before we hit record, we we're like, how the fuck are we going to do our show this week? Uh, so we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But but yeah, we were talking, and just like the, the opponents here are interesting. You've got two teams that you're battling for the basement with. Like you've got San Jose on Tuesday, and you've got Anaheim on Friday. We'll talk about that probably on our next episode, more about Anaheim, but... But then you've got the King sandwich in there on Thursday, which is going to be like a potentially bittersweet situation with like having Vladislav Gavrikov. And who knows, like maybe, maybe Jonas Corposalo will get the start against the Jackets. But it's just a fascinating situation. I'll be interested to see how the Blue Jackets handle their goaltending. I'm not sure when Elvis is coming back. And so it's one of those things that, and obviously like why, I mean, this poor guy, I mean, like say what you want about Elvis. And you'd probably be right about some of your criticism, but it's just so hard for this guy to finally, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's not out here like playing like a Vesna winning goaltender for the Jackets right now. But in this last stretch, I mean, he's been respectable. It seems like he's finally found a little bit of a rhythm. And then like this happens, right? Like it seems like over and over again throughout his NHL career, there have been little things, whether it be an injury, whether it be a situation like this, that has just kind of like detracted him from, from like making any substantial progress. And that's why I think when you hear a lot of people talk about like, man, like scene, scenery change, like change the scenery, whatever have you, like, I think part of it, like when I hear that, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I think that if all of this was happening to me in one place, I would also be so, so exhausted. Like how could he not be exhausted right now? with everything that's happening to him and around him. And I know he's strong, but damn Jesus. Like, it's just like, this guy can't win. Yeah. 
it's it been two does. years of not being able to catch a break. Like, right. and that's going to wear on anyone. And, you know, you and I have both had rough years and rough pairs of years or rough decade. Um, and you do, you just get completely burnt out and you get exhausted. And, you know, I almost think that maybe he wasn't actually sick the other night when he um, decided to pull himself out. I think that's when he found out that his grandmother was not doing well. Oh, I don't know. I Who knows? We probably will never know. But Yeah, but he just, you know, he just can't catch a break. And anything, any anytime anything happens, like, he just gets, you know, drugged through everything. Like, all the people, um, this is why I tend to never go on Facebook groups um, for the Blue Jackets. Because it's just a toxic wasteland of the most ignorant people on the face of the planet. But... <laughs> You know, I saw it popped up on like my feed that they had posted the article about calling Jet up, uh, or no, not calling Jet, no, calling Tarasov up, yeah, um, from Cleveland. And you know, you can always tell when someone hasn't read the article because there's just a bunch of these comments about how terrible Elvis is and how you know he needs. It's good thing that they're benching him because blah 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 not having a single clue to the fact that he's flying halfway across the world to hopefully get a final few moments with a woman who helped raise him. Right. Like, it's just toxic. And like you said, say what you want, I guess. And like some of your, some of people's criticism, criticism about his play and whatnot, I'm not going to disagree with, but the man just hasn't been able to catch a break. So. Correct. <sighs> Elvis. Yeah, and I mean, I think I gotta be honest with you though. Like, there's a part of me that part of me doesn't love the idea of calling Tarasov up, though. Like, I think it goes back to the conversation that we've had on the show before about like why it's important that Tarasov's playing. I mean, no disrespect to Michael Hutchinson, right? But like, I Michael Hutchinson is not a part of the future for the Blue Jackets. And so my philosophy on this is, like, if you're going to have Daniil Tarasov up in the NHL on this West Coast road trip, I need to see him get at least two of these three games. Like, I, I don't want him to – and that's, like, again, we don't know when Elvis is going to come back. He could come back in the middle of this road trip. That's entirely possible. But all of that is to say, like, I just need to see Daniil Tarasov playing, right? Like, especially as a guy who has been prone to injury and who is, you know, not caught in many breaks himself. I need to see him play consistently, whether that be in the NHL with Columbus or somewhere else. I just need him to, to get some more playing time. And if they can't do that for him in Columbus, send him back down, call up Jack Greaves and ride Mike Hutchinson through the rest of this rest of this road trip and whatever have you. And maybe let Jack Greaves make his NHL debut on this trip. Like, why not? Like just, just do it. Like I would much rather see that, especially knowing that, that, you know, you've got a team in your, in your minor league system that is fighting for a playoff spot too. Right. Like that's another key element to this. And that could be a key development for this team when they're thinking about how to, to continue to give their players the best opportunity to, to grow into what they want them to be. And the best way to do that is by playing competitive hockey. So we'll see, we'll see where that goes, but It'll be fun. It'll be fun to see him go out west. I always enjoy that. That's like a bucket list road. What? A bucket 
Yeah, no, that was right. <laughs> Bucket list road trip for me. Yeah, y'all, it's it's scary hours over here. And and so I will be envious. Laura and I have talked about going to uh, Palm Springs. <laughs> like, staying in Palm it's Springs, like a nice so, central so. location to get to all the games in this like run. So LA and Anaheim and San Jose and Vegas, like it's just, it's a nice central location. We could get a pool. It would be great. So I'll say it later in the show, but buy our merch so that one day that we can do this road trip. Correct. We, we need to do it. It'll be great. But Laura, you know how else we could get a lot of money for this road trip? Um, Placing some bets with DraftKings. Yeah, I mean, that would be a really, really key way to do that. I'm not sure how much we're able to spend uh, untaxed on all those winnings. <laughs> I think we would find a way. You and I, we have a way with taxes, right? But, folks, you know, we've said it once. We still, we'll say it again. You know, it is it is exactly the best time of year. Any time of year is the best time of year. But this is specifically the best time of year to get in on the action with draft. DraftKings Sportsbook. Are you ready for the underdogs, the upsets, and the unbelievable action from DraftKings Sportsbook? The biggest tournament in college basketball is here. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on college hoops and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score a no-sweat bet during round one and two of the tournament. Go to the app, opt in, and place a no-sweat bet this weekend. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. Now, for me, I always talk to my dad about how fun it would be to go to Vegas on this weekend and just, like, bet $10 on every single game happening. And the good news is, folks, you don't even have to go to Vegas to do that. You can do that all from your phone. Make some money. Throw some money down. No Ohio State in this tournament, which is a little bit of a bummer if you're a Buckeye fan. No, no real schools from Ohio of, of major note, but all of that is to say it'll be a good tournament. I'm pulling for VCU, Loki. VCU is like kind of my like little underdog. I actually got a chance to see them this weekend in New York, which is something that I did not expect to do. <laughs> to New York was to go to a college basketball game, but here we were. And so you're going to want to check this out for sure. You're going to want to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Win or lose only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Yeah, Corinne's cousin randomly is a cheerleader for Dayton. Oh, And okay. they were playing in, in Brooklyn <laughs> this weekend. And so we went to a college basketball game, which if you know anything about Corinne, you would know that that's super off-brand. And it's even off-brand for me to go to a basketball game. I'm not a huge basketball fan. So take with that what you will. We had a good time. It was great. And also, yeah. fuck, fuck Fordham. Oh, Fordham okay. University. Um, a man from Fordham was standing behind Corinne and I, and he screamed, imagine being from Ohio. And Corinne took offense, and Corinne turned around and said, hey, it's not that bad. Which I was like, that was really strong offense, Corinne. That was really, really robust. But she she defended Ohio's honor for sure. <laughs> It was intense. All of a sudden, I so New York hasn't fully seeped into her system in the last two and a half months. Yeah, no, she's really not. She's really not into the New York thing in terms of in terms of sports quite yet. So we'll take it. We'll take it. I feel like that's a win. But Laura, like you mentioned earlier, you said, "Oh, we'll like talk about the game, and then we'll throw in one little fun thing." So here we are with another little fun thing. I feel like we need a theme song. I think we need a theme song for like 
here comes another little fun thing. Like, what else are we going to do here, folks? It's minute 27. We don't have any more Blue Jackets hockey to talk about. We basically talked about it all. So what we're going to do instead, we've done this before. We've done this before where we have, um, where we have, you know, come up with a topic and we have drafted things. The one we did it with was like Columbus restaurants. We did that before, but we'll stick more to the Blue Jackets theme today because we're going to be doing a draft, a five-round draft of our five favorite Blue Jackets things. Now, worth noting, people cannot be involved. People cannot be involved, right? So that's important. So you can't say that your favorite thing about the Blue Jackets is Yarmulkekalainen. You can't say that your favorite thing is any of the, like, you can't say the artillery. You can't say, like, you know what I mean? So we've got to, like, it's going to be tough. We're going to come down to the wire. I think we're probably going to get into some fights. And I love that for us. That always is the best bet. And then you all can tell us which one you would go with, which which one of us had the best draft. You can let us know. We'll post it on social media. It'll be a great time. And and so we're going to just kind of dive into it. We're just going to dive into it because, uh, we oh, shit, we've got to figure out a good way to – we're probably just going to flip a coin, right? Is that what we're going to do? Flip a coin yeah. on with Siri? Okay. So do you want to be heads or tails? Heads. Okay. So if it's heads, Laura will go first. If it's tails, I will go first. Siri, flip a coin. Heads. Wow. Okay. So Laura, you always win these fucking coin tosses. <laughs> I never win these. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to try again. It's heads. Fuck. It's tails. <laughs> Woo, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Laura, you get you get the honor of, of picking first. So I've got to know. What CBJ thing is your number one thing? Okay. So if I understood the assignment correctly, then my number one or my first draft pick is walking through the corridors and out to see the ice. Like when you're going to your seat. Oh, you did understand the assignment correctly, but that was like, you went nostalgia first. You didn't go tangible. You went nostalgia. Yeah. I went nostalgia first. I love that. I I respect that. I'm not going to though. (laughs) But that's just like one of my favorite things. Like, especially if it's like one of the first few games of the season and you just like walk through that corridor and you come out out like onto the ice, regardless of where your seats are going to be. But like, I just love that feeling. It's a really good feeling. It's cool to see. It's cool to see like you get the smell like immediately when you walk through, it's like freshly cut grass, but like freshly cut ice, I guess. It's just really nice. It's a really good feeling. You're absolutely right. Respectable first overall pick. My first pick, the cannon. The cannon is my number one overall. It's so iconic. It's the one thing that I think Columbus has that's different than any other team. I think a lot of, and a lot of teams like don't have that, right? Like a lot of teams don't have that thing. They're still trying to find it or like, they're just like never going to have it. And, and so I think for us to have that thing, it just feels good. Not me getting a text message. Um, <laughs> it feels good. It feels good. And and I love that. I love that. So that's my first is the cannon. That's a solid first first pick. Thank I you. think the cannon would be on a lot of people's lists. I think I'm unfortunately on a lot of people's list. I have to say, I was surprised you didn't go there. I thought I was gonna lose that one. I went in a soldier. I'm sorry, I'm an emotional crazy. person. Things are still on what? I know it's crazy, right? I didn't know that. Um, let's see. My second thing is tangible, and I think people will think it's funny, but I love arena popcorn. 
Okay, yeah, the Blue Jackets Nationwide Arena popcorn is solid. It's solid. It's the right amount of salty to where you can't finish the bucket, but like by the time you're over it, it's like you've eaten enough. Yeah. And it's just like a comforting smell, like when you're walking through the corridors. Um, like just it's it's nice. I love it. It is, it is. So nobody's gonna be surprised with my number two. I need you to guess what my number two is. Oh god. Is it tangible or is it a feeling? It's tangible. All of mine are tangible. I didn't go oh, feeling, okay. which is shocking, I know. Let's see, your first one was the cannon. Yeah. I'm gonna go. It's not currently on display right now, but I'm gonna go with the hat trick. Oh, that's box. cool. That is a cool thing. No, I thought you were gonna get there when you said, well, you said cannon first. Boomer. Boomer's my two. Boomer is absolutely my two. It would be your two, yes. Right. I thought that was obvious. I thought that, that felt I felt I thought that felt good. I was very disappointed when you did it. And I try even though I tried very hard not to text you at all while you were away this weekend. Um, I did send you a text to tell you that there is a new arena video um that's like encouraging people to get loud or whatever, and it breaks people up into groups. And one of the last groups that they do is boomers. And Boomer comes up on the screen. Boomer's back? Apparently. I'll cry right here. So, yeah, it's a new video in the arena. Hey, if you're if you're listening to this and you have any way of getting us that, and I'm talking like I don't care if you work for the Jackets and you're listening to this episode or anything, like, do me a favor. Hit us up. I need that in a big way. Had I known, I would have recorded it for you, but it was very in the moment. That is so okay. I'll forgive you this once. I'll only forgive you, actually, if you have a really great next pick. Ooh. My next pick is... My like my favorite place to sit in the arena. I don't um, know that you know this. I don't know that I've ever said this to you before. Your favorite place to sit in the arena. Hmm. Is it two oh seven? Is it like section two oh seven? Like where we like where I had season tickets at first? Yes, it would be that like corner angle. But yeah. like I love sitting in the upper bowl on the glass. Because I can see everything. I don't have to mm. see over anyone. And I just like viewing the game from there. But specifically the corners where your original season tickets were at. So I this is so funny. You did go very experiential and I went very literal. I love us. This is the most <laughs> us shit I've ever seen in my life. I don't know that we're gonna have any of the same ones. I you I would I picked I, picked I don't nine, think we are. I put nine things on my list. I have three, six. I also have nine. Because I was afraid that we were going to take each other. And I was like, nine feels safe. I feel like we'll each have one unique one. Like, so this feels great that we're through three and there's not really been any. No, two for me, three for you. Um, I've got to go for my number three. I've got to go with the R-bar. Aww. I've got to go with the R-bar. It feels so Blue Jackets to me. It, it, it is the hockey bar. It's Columbus's hockey bar. 
and it just feels good. I know that you don't experience this, and I'm so sorry that you don't, but there's something about being able to walk into the bathroom and take a piss on the Penguins logo that is just like it feels so good in my soul. It feels so good. Maybe that'll be another game that we play is like if you could put four logos on a urinal, which four would you put? Like that, like (laughs) it was so, it's so nice to be able to do that. It's so relieving. And you know that I have the bladder that is the size of a literal snap pee. So this is like a no brainer for me, our bar all the way. And like the one thing I won't put on this list though, are stinger bombs. I do not like stinger bombs. You make me get one every time we fucking go to our bar and I do not like them at all. I can't help it. I like tequila. I do not. Oh God. Anyway. And I've never had a bad, like throw up on tequila experience. That's the other part too. Like I feel like when people don't like alcohol, it's usually because they've gotten sick on it. I've never gotten sick on tequila. I just literally do not like the taste. So. It is well, you know, it's okay. That's a All good right. one, though. Thank Lots you so of fun much. things. Thank you. Okay, so my number four is actually I love the like the main plaza. I love the main plaza. That's literal. Like, it is literal. Um, yeah, I love the main plaza. I love forcing you to take pictures before games in front of the main plaza. I love that the main plaza is where we went after we won our award. Um, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I love driving past it in the summer, just like feel close to like We're the sports happy. and the yeah. experience. Um, yeah, I just I love the lighted up trees that you know lead you to and from i wish to god they would put spotlights (laughs) up for the photos on the windows but i'll bring that up to someone someday but you know i just i just love the front plaza i just that's blue jackets games to me is is that front plaza so yeah it's a good one i i will say my number four was nationwide arena so i will say that i will not pick that because that feels close enough to what you like said to where like I'll keep it interesting and have to go like a little bit deeper into my, into my bucket of things. So when I say this one, I am not referring to the people of it. I am simply referring to the thing or the phrase or the idea. All right. And that is the phrase, the fifth line. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And it's like, it's so uniquely hockey and it's one of those things that like I can't believe like wasn't a thing before the artillery made it a thing. Like it's like because like you hear about it in like every other sport, right? Like there's there's the twelfth man at Texas AM, I think it is. And then I mean like the NBA's now granted, this is like a literal like quote unquote position, but like the NBA's like best player off the bench is the sixth man. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like it's just like other sports have this thing and for us to like take that and by us, I mean like blue jackets fans, but specifically the artillery to take that and turn it into something. And then for the jackets to then turn it into something like for the team too, like that's just cool. Like I just think to have that, to be able to have like a moniker, right. Like for, for the fandom that is the Columbus blue jackets fans, like don't get me wrong. If we were talking about people and we were allowed to put people on here, the fifth line in general would be on my list, but just for the sake of the phrase, the fifth line, that's it's it's great. It's great. So kudos to to the folks that came up with that. But 
how can you miss it? And like seeing it in the arena is cool. And just like, I don't know, there's something about it. And you can see it. It's in the NHL video games too. Like it's in the like rafters. It's just so good. It's so good. Yeah. That's a great one. You got some really solid pieces in your. Thank you so much. I'm going to kick you out of the stream. If you don't use your last pick to pick the thing that I think you're going to pick. Oh God. Okay. Go ahead. Um. Oh dear. Um. Well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go for it. Well, so this also doesn't have anything to do with the specific people, just more so the feeling. Okay. But I I love one opportunities where we get to experience both national anthems before the game. Yeah, no, I love that. That's a fun one. I love playing Canadian teams. I'm stuck in you out of the stream. Folks, I don't know how in the fuck Laura is going to let streamers go undrafted. I don't have any idea. She just said, oh, my God. She's so upset. She's so upset. She's so upset. No, I'm upset because when you told me about this, I was like, I have to put the streamers on my list. And then they didn't fuck, then I didn't fucking do it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I love the streamers. I, I have not you. seen them except for once this season. Yeah, the, the streamers were number six on my list because I thought it would be a good way to hurt you. And we were t we were above them when we saw them. We like were, we were, we were sitting were. so high that we were above them. We were above the streamers. Oh, streamers, I'm so sorry. I mean, we've got some good ones that are going to go undrafted, right? Like, I think that, like... Well, you still have to do your fifth one. Yeah, and technically speaking, streamers was my next one on my list. It would have been my fifth round, but I'm not going to hurt you like that. Um, anytime. It starts with ST, though. Um, nope. No clue. Stinger. Uh -huh. I've, got the, I've got the mascot gang over here, so... This is good. This is fun. I need everybody to tell me whether or not they've seen that video or that picture of Stinger at the All-Star game where he has his stussy out. <laughs> I have seen that. I'm probably going to bleep that out. <laughs> you probably should. Although keep, you did have like it. a hilarious conversation um, with uh, Kyle when we were in Cleveland regarding that photo as well when you two were drunk i don't even remember what i said i'm sure it was great i think you both said that there should have been like a blurred box over it yeah like who let that absolute meat curtain out like who <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay anywho that is a good uh, question so Talk to me about some of your honorable mentions other than other than streamers. What other than streamers? I'm so mad. I'm so I mad at myself. I can't believe you did it. I should have literally like I said to like I said to myself when you brought this up. Oh, I can put streamers on here. I thought and then the I started one. and then I started going with like an emotional attachment experience thing. And it just ugh, I'm so mad. <laughs> Streamers, I love you. 
Um, let's see. What else did I have? Um, well, I didn't really follow. I love the cannonball wall. Like when you come up the second, when you come through the back entrance, uh, I love the cannonball wall and I have sharing hot chocolate and Timbits with you. I know that's a person thing, but I just think it's funny if you're, if anyone's ever seen us do it because he has a specific type that it has been. You have a specific type that you don't like to eat, and I have a specific type that I don't like to eat. So we spend the first minute and a half of this experience putting Timbits in each other's boxes. So it's so good. It is so good. But yeah, for me, I had the other the two that I had that I didn't use were the Whip by Lockley, so the the Blue Jackets goal song. I just it's just, it's good. I I should have done that one too. How many times have I said it's good? At least 14. Yeah. A lot is correct. And then my other one was the Blue Jackets third jersey. The alternate jersey. Oh. Yeah. Actually now just thought of another one. Yeah. What is that? My Blue Jackets tattoos. Oh yeah. That's good. Yeah. You do have. Yeah. You've got two good ones. I you have one. I do. I do have one. Very much. I don't know why I'm showing it. I'm not going to clip this part of the video, but yeah, there it is. Yours but, is a lot more identifiable as being blue jackets than mine are, but it's so funny though because everybody here just thinks like in in Grand Rapids just thinks I'm into war. <laughs> like they really don't have any context. You're like, like yeah, I'm a huge Civil War buff. Yeah, because I don't know if y'all know me like outside of this show or outside of like being a Blue Jackets fan, but. I don't very much give off canon energy. Like I don't have like a strong affinity toward cannons and or the the amount of carnage that they create. Like I'm like actually what? like I know. Like this is actually like kind of like a crazy thing on on my body. But but yeah, no. I mean, it was it was fun to just like think about the things that like feel so uniquely blue jackets and feel so like good to to think about boomer uh, boomer streamers. Timbits, the lot, the lot. Yeah, and Timbits feel. I, you know what? My favorite pick of yours is the national anthem one, though. I just, I'm not a crazy patriotic person. It's just I love that feeling, and I think back to the night that we were there. Um, when again, it's not when Leo's mic went out, mm. and everyone sang the national anthem. And like lit up their phones and stuff. So. Yeah, it's really good. What I'm hearing you say though, you said I'm not very patriotic. And I'm like, yeah, girl, because you said your favorite thing isn't when Leo sings the national anthem. I can't believe neither of us said Leo. Um, but he's a person. Oh, you said we right. couldn't do people. You're right, you're right, you're right. Because right, right. I also have I also have um post-game high fives with the adorable elderly ushers, but I didn't say that because yeah, no, that's fair. I the Leo chant is so good. There are, I mean, like, the thing about Columbus is, like, we have some things, y'all. Like, I think people, like, think that we're, like, this, like, nobody knows what we're doing, hockey town. But, like, the reality is there's definitely some parts of Blue Jackets culture and Blue Jackets fandom that, like, is pretty dope. And we want to know what your favorites are. So if we didn't include it in this episode, 
you tell us what your favorite Blue Jackets things are, whether that's, I mean, we'll let, we'll let y'all do people. We, we made ourselves a challenge to not use people, but if you want to use people, feel free. Mostly because this is me telling you that if you don't say us, we're going to be pissed off. But, um, but generally speaking, that was fun. I enjoyed that. Can't wait to see what we talk about next time because God knows it's probably not going to be the Blue Jackets all that much. <laughs> like what's happening on the ice, but that's okay. That's okay. We'll get through it. And we'll look forward to to our next little um, God. What was the theme song? I already forget it. Fun little things, something. I'll have mm-hmm. Megan do something. Yeah, please do, please do. But Laura, what else is on your hockey dome? Oh, not a ton. Just that I hate being a responsible adult during a West Coast run because I'm pretty much. I may stay up for Thursday's game. Friday's game, I'll for sure stay up because I'll be baking and decorating a smash cake and cupcakes for my niece who's turning one. So that will be my company. But these late night games, y'all, I can't do it. I'm tired. I know. Same. I'm interested to see how I feel when I wake up tomorrow. Because I don't feel that. I, I was joking, obviously, earlier about being out of my mind. And I definitely, as you listen to the show, you're probably like, is Jeremy on something? I'm not. It's just exhaustion. I, I've been hitting exhaustion hard. But, yeah, I think I'm interested to see how I wake up tomorrow. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be, like, the next day. Like, I haven't done that to myself in a really long time where I, like, haven't slept so yeah you've been pretty good mostly with sleep as of late so that was rough that was that was rough i'm also just like impressed that you walked the streets of new york at 3 30 in the morning to get to i assume the subway no i lifted okay yeah you Good. on New York City subway at 3 30 in the morning. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, no, no, no. I no, know no. you were proud of yourself for navigating things when you got there, but no, actually, let me tell you this. So, this is coming from the guy, mind you, that moved out of downtown Grand Rapids, Michigan, because it was too overwhelming. Manhattan. Holy shit, dude. I mean, it is wild. It is wild. I, it's cool, right? Like there's something about it that is just so unique and different than the rest of America. And you feel like you're somewhere else. Like it feels, it almost feels like an entirely different country than, than when you're in like the Midwest essentially. And it's, listen, it's a lot of people's cup of tea. I enjoy it a lot, but I find myself being really exhausted afterward. Not just because I slept for 90 minutes today, but because it's just exhausting to do that. I was telling Corinne, I said, I can understand why you come home and you just crash. Because that commute is crazy. But I digress. It's efficient, though. Like, I mean, like, Corinne and I were saying that, like, New York City is, like, this, like, really super well-oiled machine in which all the people, all the 8.4 million people in it are the cogs of the machine. And if anything fucks up, like the city falls apart. And that was like overwhelmingly scary to me (laughs) because she's right. Like I would go, I would go, let's put that on our list of things to do though. I would definitely go and see a hockey game in New York, but I will say the basketball game that we went to was in the Barkley center, which is where the Islanders played when they were like still in limbo between like the Nassau Coliseum and, and UBS arena, which is where they're at now. 
very cool building. I can't imagine hockey being played there, but very cool building. Well, that's fun. I'm glad you got to experience that. And you went to a Broadway show. I did. So. I went to Mont Rouge. Which is very exciting. You went and ran an errand for our friend Steve. I did. Uh, yes, I did. Thank you for saying that so I can get it out of my suitcase. <laughs> um. Yeah. And you had great food. Oh, such good food. And you got a well-deserved break from me for a few days. Listen, I don't ever need a break from you. You know that. Oh, I do have something else to oh, say. Go ahead. That I just want to congratulate myself on the, <laughs> on the comeback, the comeback of the season this past week in our fantasy league. Oh, you're hilarious. <laughs> Because never, at one point I was down by 30 points. And then all of a sudden I opened up my fantasy league on Friday night and I was winning. And not only that, I won out of the entire, I'm pretty sure, won out of the entire league this week when I was certain I was destined to lose. So I squeezed my way into that eighth slot in our playoff bracket. You did. You did. Yeah. So Laura and I both qualified, which is like we said, we wanted either one of us or both of us make it or neither of us to make it. And here we are. We're both in. I'm the four seed going up against Lil Boomer. I think I'm fucked. I'm like nervous. <laughs> I, I beat him both times this year. And I feel like now that we're in the playoffs, it's going to be a, a he really wants to win our merch. So holy shit. Kelly is getting her ass beat already. Well, I'm not going to win in this round, even though you're I'm currently, currently winning. winning. So you're up 2.95 to 0.85. So the playoffs have begun. Of the, Yeah, I guess we didn't even mention that. Yeah, the playoffs have begun for the Subjectively Speaking and Friends Fantasy Hockey, Hockey League. And so just to run down the list of the people who shouting out our listeners who are involved in this. Let me go to the playoff bracket. So we have got... Um, Oh, I think you're already you're you're already losing again. Um, sorry. Already? Yeah, but it's okay. Um, so, <laughs> so Laura made it, and Laura has the joy of going up against David Rasmussen, who went nineteen and two all season. Yeah, I'm fucked. It's fine. <laughs> it's wild. I don't know how you go nineteen and two in a fantasy league. It's it's really absurd. Uh, and then we've got the two seed which is colin madigan going up against and i have not seen this happen in fantasy hockey before but chris seltzer who actually had a tie with our friend kyle that actually ended up keeping kyle out of the playoffs oh kyle because of a tie that's crazy i have never seen that before in fantasy hockey especially when we have so many decimal points their matchup, I think, was like 89.35 to 89.35. Like, it's wild how that happened. Wow. So, absolutely amazing there. And then the three seed are our favorite Finns, Sila and, and Julie. They mm-hmm. are the Swami Jackets, and they are currently um, facing our dear friend, Kelly Blaine, who is a six seed. And then, like I said earlier, myself and Little Boomer, the four and five seed. So we'll see where this one goes. It's going to be unique. I'm a little nervous. 
I'm definitely not making it out of the first round. <laughs> I listen, but, you both. So your issue right now is you're both of your goaltenders up against each other right now. And uh, Jake Allen got pulled. So that's good for, for you because he's at minus 3.75 on the night. But uh, uh, Alexander Georgiev is at minus one for you. <laughs> good job, buddy. <laughs> you can get the win, though. They're up seven to four, so that'll help. But that'll do it, folks. That's going to wrap it up. We ended up making this an hour-long episode. Hopefully it didn't suck. And if it yeah, did, hopefully they were still entertained. Yourself. I don't have any space to know he, that. He's not going to clip this, but it, Jeremy's hair looks great right now. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll put myself on blast. But, all right, Laura. Well, if people want to see what my hair looks like right now, there's only one place they're going to be able to do that. Well, actually, there are probably a lot of places. But, but you're the only one that can tell them where those places are. That is true. You can follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Subjectively Pod. You can follow us on Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube at Subjectively Speaking. If you want to check out our website, so beautifully designed by Jeremy, you can go to subjectivelyspeaking.com. As I mentioned previously, we do have a merch store. So if you want to support your two favorite hockey podcasters and get some sweet merch in exchange, visit subjectivelymerch.com. And lastly, you can rate, review, and subscribe to whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. Specifically, if you're on Apple Podcasts, scroll on down, hit five stars. It is our favorite number. We don't know how the algorithms work on any of these uh, podcast streaming apps, um, but we do know that likes and subscriptions and comments and reviews um, all help to get us noticed in the hockey podcast charts and helps to bring more people to this lovely little community of ours. So other than that, we just love and appreciate you all so much. That we do. And I will still forever always know the end of that for you as we don't know how any of this works. <laughs> we don't know how any of this works. And we don't. We don't. We, we simply don't. But what we do know is that we love and appreciate you all so much. And uh, we're going to have an episode on Friday. We don't know what it looks like yet, but it's going to be out. You're going to be able to listen to our pretty voices once again. And It'll be an episode. There will be there will be an episode. And the same way that the Blue Jackets will play hockey games, and that might be all we say about it, there, there will be an episode. And so we're really looking forward to that. But until next time, we hope you take care of yourself, take care of one another, and we will talk to you all very soon. Bye.